Hey everyone, Anil from Live, Breathe, Believe. Hope you guys are doing well. Can I just say, I love the word adversity. The week prior to lockdown started, I recall sharing this sentiment with my boss. Uh, I told him on a phone call, um, I look forward to the adversity that this challenge has created. Little did I know that that adversity would actually move to being under lockdown and looking to do what I did personally, professionally, uh, something that uh, I think we all didn't expect would soon follow. And with it, a growth, personal and professional, that I, I truly relish uh, when I reflect back on it. You know, in a previous session, I discussed growth under pressure. You know, when you feel you're in a situation, you think you might crack, and the best way is to really go through it, but then reflect to recover and grow. Uh, what did you learn? Uh, what could you do differently? What could someone else have done differently? What would you have done if you were in a different situation? So today, I want to talk about growth through adversity. Now, I did look up the definition of adversity, and uh, two words stuck out. One, it's an unpleasant, or two, a difficult situation. Now, adversity can be negative for some and positive for others. Some would relish it, while others would want to avoid or may even experience paralysis as a result of it. It comes in various forms, both big and small. And these moments or periods of adversity, you know, they could last for a few minutes to a few years. And one thing I will say in having conversations with friends of mine around adversity is it's not really comparable. You know, rather I find an individual's adversity kind of unique to themselves. You know, they, they, there are moments where, you know, it may come from, you know, an injury. It could come from a loss of a family member. It could come through loss of a job or even just being in a, in a cramped elevator or in a cramped train and just feeling unpleasant, feeling discomfort. Um, and, you know, I think in those moments, it's important to, to empathize, you know, to reflect and understand what that situation felt like for you or if you hear someone sharing a story, how you think it felt for them. So for me, I'd like to share an adverse period that uh, lasted for nearly a year. It tested me. It tested my mind, my body, and my soul. And there were specific moments through that year that I'm going to dive into and talk about uh, and share with you. So let's dive into it. The year was May 2017, and I had just relocated from Amsterdam with Nike to London to take on an account director role. And... You know, this was uh, a summer I was going into where I called it my summer of sport. The prior summer, I'd, I'd, I'd had a, an injury, came off my bike, you know, hurt both my knees, and I wasn't able to compete at all for the summer. And so the summer of 2017, for some reason, I thought, right, I want to do a 300-kilometer bike ride overnight in Sweden. I want to do my first Ironman. I want to do a half Ironman. I want to do a stage of the Tour de France. Uh, and I wanted to run a half marathon. And now, yeah, it's almost like self-inflicted adversity. But yeah, I thought this is exactly what I want to do. As I relocate to, to London, take on a new role, a new account base, new team, and find a home. And in the midst of this summer of sport, you know, my sister and my nephew came to visit. So it was a, an interesting summer. And I thought, okay, you know, I can, I can deal with it step by step. But towards the end of the summer, um, my boss's boss actually visited and he wanted to meet my accounts for the first time. And so, hey, he met them. And I recall the train ride back from 
uh, Manchester to London where he sat opposite me and said, you know, Anil, I didn't feel prepared. I didn't get the, the, the prep deck that I needed to really understand who was going to be in the meeting, what the objectives were, what the topics were going to be. And I'm sitting there with my boss and my peer and one of the guys on my team. And I just thought, wow, I really feel unpleasant. I feel uncomfortable right now, you know, with everything going on, how do I manage this? And, you know, I was like, okay, you know, take this on board. And I made sure that he, before he met my second account the next day, that I spend at least five to 10 minutes to give him a bit of a download and prepare him for that session. So, you know, that moment of unpleasantness, it, yeah, it lasted, but at the same time I realized, okay, hey, this is, this could happen again. I, I can't, I can't falter. I have to almost take that feedback on board. It's not personal. You know, it's going to help me professionally to grow. Um, and yeah, the next day the session went better and I, you know, received better feedback. And it's something that stayed with me for any session I knew I was going to have leadership meeting my accounts. I was always going to ensure that they were prepared at least a week prior and we knew what we wanted to get out of the session together. Now, as the summer went through and these meetings came to an end, um, I did find a place to live. Now, as I found a place to live, I developed bronchitis. Now, I think it was because I did four out of my five events and I was about to go into August and compete in my first Ironman. And uh, a week prior, I started developing a cough. And for those of you that know me, I, I'm an asthmatic. Um, I used to be persistent to severe. And whenever I get a cough, it can definitely escalate into bronchitis. And I remember waking up in the morning in Maastricht with uh, two friends of mine who I was going to do the event with. And I was like, guys, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And yeah, I, I got in the swim. I got into the water. And I remember at one point, I was on the last bend of the swim and I was screaming because I just couldn't breathe through my nose, my mouth, I was coughing, and I just kind of swam sideways, and just I was like, I just have to get out of the water. And I managed to get out of the water, I managed to get on my bike, I managed to do the run, and you know, I, I probably could have done some serious harm to my body, my lungs, my chest, by, by still doing the event, but crossing that finish line, I cannot express in words how overcoming that physical unpleasantness that uh, mental challenge w was amazing and, and it, it was worth it. And I, I will say this, I will never do that again uh, because you need to be healthy before you do an event you know, with that level of pressure on your body. But um, it was unpleasant, but it was incredibly rewarding. And I learned so much about what my body, what my mind, uh, what my soul is capable of doing. I just couldn't imagine not completing this event. And I did literally probably 30 minutes before they cut the event off. So as I went into the rest of the fall and into, into the winter, I, I actually got a new boss. And the new boss of mine, uh, he's, he's my present boss, he's, he's brilliant. He's tried and tested sales, knows his numbers. And I remember sitting down with him one afternoon in his office and I said to him, I said, hey, you know, I don't know the numbers as well as I need to know, the, the, the gross net, the P&L for my accounts. And I remember him sitting down, he's like, right, this guy's an MBA. Let me talk him through the numbers when it comes to wholesale math. And it was almost a bit of, you know, it was a moment of humility. And I was like, okay, but I need to know this at some stage because if I don't, you know, it's going to bite me. And, you know, on top of this, I was trying to get my team sorted. I was trying to get the account sorted, the strategy sorted. And it was a lot of pressure. And, you know, I'm, I'm an overachiever. And I just felt uncomfortable having to be that open with my boss and feeling that unsettled. And I went into the holidays and I managed to calm down. And when he and I met again in you know, mid-end January, he actually said to me, he's like, you know, I didn't think you were going to make it. I didn't think you were suited for this role. But for some reason, I'm sensing a, a calm about you. I'm sensing that you're much more grounded in the role. And, 
you're not feeling as unpleasant or uncomfortable. And now mind you, that's January, 2018. And there was a lot more growth that happened between that moment, between he and I and where I am today. But it's just to show that again, you know, even in my late thirties, you know, I'm, I'm as much as I feel like the experience I had behind me, before me, you know, I, I was going to falter and I was going to feel uncomfortable. And, you know, it's okay to learn new things every day and not feel like you need to be on top of things. So adversity will test you. It'll test your metal, but it almost will show you that you can always learn new things every day at any stage in your life or in your career. And so as I round out the year and I, I, I came into May and I, I you know, I, I, I finished basically the first year in the role. I mean, wow, it was mentally, physically, spiritually unsettling, um, unpleasant at times, difficult, but incredibly rewarding. And it, you know, when I had my review for the end of the year, you know, my boss said, Hey, you're a successful, you know, which is, you know, you almost think to yourself like, wait, I went through all that and it was just as successful. And I kind of said, thank you. And I, you know, I shook his hand. I was like, okay, next year is going to be better. And it was, you know, the following year I did get a highly successful because I felt more grounded, felt more comfortable and confident with what I wanted to achieve. But when my mind at the end of, you know, that first year in that role and that time in London and though the summer of sport, as I called it, I managed to, I felt highly successful. You know, I felt that, you know, when it came to adversity, I rose to the challenge and, you know, it's because I wanted it, not because I had to do it or had anything to prove. It was who I was and what I want to continue to be, what I value and I value growth, helping myself grow and helping others grow. So on the back of that, you know, hey, what can I ask and, and, and share with you? What can you take away from this? You know, in the moment of adversity, you may feel weak. You, you may think that things are outside your control, that you're staring up at your Everest. But just know that you can systematically climb up that mountain step by step. Learn as you go. Don't feel like you need to climb the entire mountain overnight. You know, take it in steps, take it in stages. You know, you will only get stronger each time as you move forward. You know, it reminds me that you just need to reflect, you know, because a similar moment may recur in a different way, in a different facet, with different people, in a different situation. And the question you're going to have to ask yourself is, will you be ready to take it on? So here are five questions that I would ask yourself just to reflect on when it comes to how you can grow through adversity. The first question is, what have you learned during that moment or phase? You know, did you, did you realize something that you were capable of or incapable of? Did you, did something else that was important to you slip or were you able to get greater uh, context uh, of, of things around you? You know, why was that moment of adversity important? You know, is it significant or is it just, a, you know, a blip? You know, okay, cool, move on. Or was it something that really was something that you, you want to make sure that it could happen again and you want to be ready for it? You know, did you grow? So the third question, did you grow as a result? And if so, how? You know, how did you become stronger as an individual or as a family member or a team member? The fourth question, how did this impact your response? You know, did you feel like you switched on and you, you gravitated to the challenge? Or did you feel paralyzed and you wanted to almost run away? The whole, flight or f the whole fight or flight mechanism, did that kick in? You know, and the fifth question is, did you reach out to others to, to check in with them or were you checked in on? You know, did you manage any perception or any uh, understandings or misunderstandings as you went through that moment or that period? Because that's absolutely critical. People are there to support you. You know, I may have mentioned in a previous session that, 
you know, you don't want to ask, you know, five, six, seven, eight people, hey, what do you think? But you know, if you've got one or two people, that circle of trust that I've talked about, that's even better. Just one or two people that you can really ensure they give you some real quality feedback um, and, and, you know, acknowledge the success. You know, I was just even thinking the other day, I talked about my appraisal and, uh, you know, when I went through it, I actually made a list of the, the three to five things that I want to develop. And I, I stopped and I realized, wow, I, I spent the time making the list of things that I need to develop. I didn't even make the list of the wins that I had in the last 12 months. So I actually need to go back and do that. So make sure you write down what, what was your wins through that phase, that period of adversity. So, you know, hey, it's, it's my invitation to you all to, to think about adversity Think about how you can grow. You know, again, adversity can be big or small, last for, you know, minutes or years. You know, your reaction to it, your learnings are the most valuable lesson that only you can take and enable your own personal growth. Because, you know, adversity is one of those things that, you know, it, it can hit you at, at any turn. You know, if you go left, you go right, you go straight, you go backwards, adversity will, 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 will find you. Um, and again, I, I hope that you're in the position where you can grasp it and, and take it head on. Um, so I would also suggest that, you know, when it comes to it, remember two things that at a minimum, we should one, be courageous. You know, I, I think of an example of, you know, if you feel like you're a lion, uh, in a cage, open that cage, you know, we've got the key. No one's locked us up, uh, venture out into the unknown, be ready to fail or succeed in that moment because you'll learn from it. I promise you that. The second is be resilient. Um, what doesn't break you or doesn't break us only makes us stronger. And if we do break, hey, we piece ourselves back together. It's like a broken bone. It grows back, but it grows back stronger. So ideally, we don't change in that moment of adversity in the sense of you almost don't, you don't resort back to your, your old self, you know, your old habits. That moment of adversity as you go through, hopefully you, you're able to progress forward um, and find a new comfort zone and then a new comfort zone, but you're getting better each step of the way. You know, and, and, and I have to be honest with you that I, I love that. I love the word adversity. And I know that my journey, your journey, it will continue. And hopefully every time adversity strikes, you'll be ready to tackle it in an easier and swifter manner. I don't want any of us to be afraid. In fact, I hope that sometimes you know, we make mistakes, but we don't make the same mistakes. And so when adversity strikes, hey, get ready to strike back because I believe in you. So don't forget to breathe. You know, you got one life to live and believe in yourself because at the end of the day, what doesn't break you only makes you stronger. This is Anil. Big hugs. Take care.